Please welcome to our morning show today, the mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Fry. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Freddie. How you doing there? Unbelievable. You've had a really big week and it's still not over. Tomorrow you're proclaiming, I'm sorry, today uh, it's a big day and uh, you're making a big proclamation. That's right. That's right. We are honoring Sylvia Fowles and her extraordinary career in the WNBA uh, and even more broadly. I mean, obviously, perhaps the best center ever. I mean, rebound champion. Uh, this is someone who is tried and true Minnesota Lynx, and we're happy to honor tonight. Well, so will you be giving her the big plaque at the, at the arena tonight at the Target Center, or how does that work? You know, I, I believe we've actually got uh, Councilmember Latricia Vita, who's heading over there. Uh, you know, she is a huge fan, <laughs> and I wanted to make sure that, you know, she was able to do the honor. All right, everybody, we're talking with Mayor Jacob Fry, Mayor of Minneapolis. And uh, you've got some big news coming up because August 15th you'll be releasing your address, your annual budget address, but you're changing the scope of it just a little bit, as I understand it. Yeah, we are. What we are trying to move towards is a biennial budget. In other words, uh, a budget every two years that we're putting out. And this may not be the most exciting or sexy thing, but I'll tell you, Freddie, it matters. It matters because what we will be providing to council members is not just the budget for 2023, but we're going to be giving them the numbers uh, for spending in 2024 as well. Uh, And what that does is it helps to project out. It helps our staff better plan for the future. It's also just more transparent. So that both council members and the general public is able to see what we're doing and when. Uh, so this is a this is a really good step. I think that'll lead to more efficient, better city services for the long haul, and uh, it's one that I'm proud to take. And does it also help you to better realize the goals that you've set for the office of the mayor? Without a doubt. Uh, you know, if, if you're just thinking one year ahead, I mean, here's the reality: uh, the budget is passed. Let's say in December. Uh, of 2022 for 2023. Then as soon as January or February hits, our finance staff are already working on the budget for the next year. Now, they're working on that budget without seeing the results of the allocations from the previous year. In other words, mm-hmm. we're forced to make a, a decisions about whether a program is successful or not without even having the data from that program. So, you know, how can you make a decision that, hey, this is a great, this housing program is working really well, we need to continue it, or we need to expand it when it hasn't even gotten up and running yet? Uh, You know, and so what this allows us to do is plan for not just one, but two years out so that we're better able to make, we're able to make better, more informed decisions. Everyone, Mayor Jacob Fry with us today on KMLJ 739 in the city. You're building out your staff with a strong form, mayor, uh, strong form of uh, governing for the city of Minneapolis according to the last election, and that is happening. And one of the uh, marquee individuals, I'll call him that, is Cedric Alexander. Not a full week on the job. Uh, what's been the reaction? Uh, how have things changed? I know it's a bit difficult to measure in just four and a half days. Oh, the reaction has been positive. The changes have been positive. Uh, this is a person, I think, that is coming uh, on at the right time, and I understand he's on your show maybe just a little bit later today. Uh, and, you know, the whole purpose uh, of bringing on this commissioner is to be able to coordinate all of these different safety services under one roof. So that's 911, fire, police, mental health services in response. 
uh, emergency management and violence prevention all under one roof working together. Uh, and that's that's kind of the goal here. And I'll tell you, you know, Cedric Alexander has got a wealth of experience and, and knowledge. He was the commissioner in DeKalb County, uh, Atlanta. He was the, the deputy director in, in New York State. Um, you know, he was one of the head people of Obama's 21st century policing task force. He's a doctor of psychology. I mean, I could go on and on. This is a person with extraordinary credentials. Uh, but most importantly, he's ready to lead at a really critical time in our city, and we're proud to have him on board. And finally, this is, uh, I don't know if you would call it sexy. I'm using your word, sir. <laughs> there you go. Farmer's yeah. Market this week in Minneapolis. Uh, I know that a lot of folks, this is a time when we're harvesting. I just got a basket of uh, tomatoes from a friend's farm uh, yesterday. Uh, talk about uh, Farmer's uh, week, Market Week in Minneapolis. Well, we were just uh, out just yesterday at the Nicollet Mall Farmer's Market. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's about bringing people back again. It, it's been so long since people have been able to to gather and really hang out in full force and farmers markets are such a a great location to do that and whether you're grabbing a hot dog or as you mentioned freddie a bag of tomatoes um get some good produce in the process uh you know i think we've got so many amazing farmers markets out here in in minneapolis whether it's it's kingfield or, or northeast you know lindale or you name it. This is a bunch of wonderful places and wonderful people. And it also, I think, you know, farmers markets are also a big part of bridging this urban and rural divide too, uh, because these are these are farmers. These are people with their hands in the ground that are that are doing the doing the real work, and they're bringing this amazing fresh produce from around the Twin Cities into the Twin Cities. And so, I think it's something to be celebrated. And finally, the CDC, uh, Mayor Jacob Fry, uh, is issuing an updated COVID-19 guideline that puts less emphasis on uh, tough measures to fight the virus. A a strategic shift puts the onus on individuals rather than on schools and businesses and other institutions to limit the viral spread. Can we expect a statement coming from the city of Minneapolis that shifts the onus to the citizens rather than city and local government? Yeah, I think you can. It's been more and more gradual. That's not to let local government off the hook, because we certainly have a role to play still. Uh, But, yeah, we're at the point where we're understanding how to handle the present state. You know, and uh, people are better able to make their own decisions as to what form of risk they want to tolerate. Because at the end of the day, you know, the... Every morning, you wake up, you go out the door, you, you are taking on some form of risk. That's just the reality, and you have to be willing to take on some risk to just live your life. And, yeah, I think, I think it's time to kind of come back to open up the city to get back to activities, of course. And, you know, if, if, if you, are, you are most comfortable wearing a mask, wear a mask. You know, if, if, if you're immunocompromised, um, you know, certainly you want to protect yourself. And, and I, what I would say is be courteous. Uh, and caring for other people around you, recognizing that their circumstances may be different from your own. What would you say to folks who are listening and for the part they played in getting the nation to 95% of some form of immunity against COVID-19? I'd say thank you. It's been a long couple of years. I mean, I don't think I ever said the word uh, pandemic back when I, you know, ran for mayor in 2017. 
uh, it, it wasn't anything that was even on the radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps it should have been. And I think everyone has adjusted. Everyone has stepped up. I mean, everybody from nurses to first responders, police officers, firefighters, people delivering food. Um, they've, they've operated in full force to keep our economy and, and our city running through a really tough time. Uh, and, you know, while there have been so many uh, tragic deaths associated with COVID-19, there, there's also been a lot of extraordinary life. You know, in other words, people stepping up through uh, amazingly tough circumstances uh, to do God's work. And I think that's what we've seen. All right. Mayor Jacob Fry with us early this morning. Thank you for uh, suffering us through our technical issues this morning. But uh, we've got you on, and thanks so much for being with us today. No worries. Thanks again, Freddie. We'll talk real soon. All right. Take care. That's Mayor Jacob Fry this morning, Fry Friday on KMOJ.